You're listening to a podcast from Victory. When we follow Jesus, we have a new mission to fish for people. Learn more about this message in week two of our series on a journey. We are in a series called On a Journey, and I realize all of us probably. Um, as we talked about it last week, we realized that life in itself is what? Life is a journey. And when we talk about our lives, we look back and we say, day zero, hanggang sa ngayon, it was a journey. Okay? When, you, when, when you were born, hanggang tumanda ka, okay? there were highs and lows in your life. And every time you look back, you get to realize that your journey na yon, it becomes worthwhile because you realize up to now, okay, parang there's always a lot of reason for you to move forward. Tama po ba? Yeah. In our lives, there will always be a reason not to quit. In our lives, there will always be a reason not to give up. How many of you here at some point sa buhay mo, may mga lowest points ka, but you know, after you encountered who God is in your life, alam mo lang na walang reason para sumuko. Tama po ba? Yeah. Right? There's always a reason to fight whatever battle we are in. And so, as we talk about journey, Discipleship in itself is a journey. If you are with us, if you are part of our church, or uh, we always, uh, we always say we honor God and make disciples. We always disciple other people. We reach out to others. We go out there and preach the gospel to others. And so, discipleship in itself is also a journey. I remember 2007 when I started my life to Jesus. Dun po nagsimula yung journey ko in walking with God. Okay? If you can look back for a moment, kailan pa nagsimula? that you made your decision to follow Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Some of you here, you're invited, you're a first-timer. Ang prayer ko, ngayong gabi magsimula yung journey mo uh, in walking with Christ. And so, in that journey, okay, many times, 2007, parang ang sarap, ang saya. Nag-surrender ko kahit ng life mo kay Jesus. Then eventually, nag-one-to-one ako. I, go, I went through discipleship. Then afterwards, I, I'm part of Victory Group. And then afterwards, may mga nanita ko mga leaders, and then I became part of a ministry. And that journey became so exciting simply because of what? Of all the people and all of the experiences that I've been growing every time I serve and every time I take part in this church. Friends, I want to start this preaching by challenging some of you here. If you are not yet part of a victory group, we would love to connect you. Hindi po kami matataray. We would love to meet with you. We would love to get to know you more. We would love to uh, allow you to be part of the life of this church. And so if you're a first-timer, also, we would love to invite you as well. After this, you can approach us. After this, tanongin mo katabi mo, ano ba yung one-to-one? Ano ba yung victory group? And I hope you would not miss out on, on our discipleship journey. And so, talking about discipleship, discipleship in itself is a journey. And when you talk about disciple, and then the word ship, right? It means, there's what? You become a disciple means you get to be a follower of someone, disciple of Christ, and then because of shit, it means there's a journey. You get to travel. There's a transition that And so in that journey, you get to realize as you walk with Christ, right? as you walk with Christ, on discipleship, it means you're allowing someone to, to walk with you. But it started from what? Making that decision to follow Jesus. And so last week, if you're with us, we talked about in Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, we, Jesus gave that invitation. Come, follow me. Hey, follow me. There was this invitation, first and foremost, more than anything else. Hey, and in your life right now, you need to make that decision to, to follow Jesus. And so the question is this, what's next? Pastor, I already decided, follower na ako Jesus. I surrendered my life to Jesus. Nagwa one-to-one na ako, nag through na ako ng Victory Weekend. And here you are. You are growing in your walk with God. What's in it for us? Ano ngayon kung follower ka ni Christ? And so, the question right now is this. What are the marks, okay, of a true follower of Jesus? Ano ngayon kung follower ka ni Jesus? Ano dapat yung mga nakikita sa'yo bilang isang follower ni Jesus? If you are here and you are confident and convinced that you are a follower of Jesus, ang tanong, nakikita po ba yung mga qualities na to at yung mga traits na to sa buhay natin? Okay? I have here some pictures. I'll show some pictures and images. And I, as I show these pictures, ito yung gagawin natin. Isisigaw ninyo. Okay? Sino kaya ang follower ng mga pictures na to? Sino kaya ang follower ng mga logo and ng mga icon and ng mga gamit na to? Are, are you ready? Lahat yeah. tayo. Okay? If you can just look on the screen, ano yung mga bagay na to? Okay, first off, sino kaya ang follower ng mga ng gumagawa nito? 
Sigaw muna natin. Okay. Ay, oh, kami na rin natin. Because we're, we're, we're into politics. Some of you here, alam natin na yung kabila na yung liberal party naman, they're doing the liberal side, the laban side. And so, pag nangyayang itong side na to, alam mo na may mga political party. How about this? Sino kaya? Okay, sino kaya? Kanino kaya silang follower? Kobe. Ay, yung iba? Jowers di ba to? Pastor? Okay. Kobe Bryant. Ay, my, my victory group member back in Manila, tinatihan niya ako, uh, bro, I'll have my tattoos and gagawin ko to kasi sobrang follower ako ni Kobe Bryant. Nagpalagkita nila siya ng Black Mamba na sign. And in my mind, ginagawa na yun kasi follower siya ni, ni Kobe Bryant. Kung iba hindi kayo makarelate, you're not into sports. Hopefully, by this time, makarelate na kayo. Sino kaya yung followers ng mga to? Pag meron kayo yung mga gamit na to, sinong followers na? Huwag kayo mga followers yan. Mga? Mga K-pop. Okay, BTS, TWICE. Okay, yun daw yung natawag na like uh, something something stick. Okay? Pag may ganyan ka daw, yung sabihin talagang avid uh, K-pop follower ka. Talagang detektak ka, lahat ginagawa mo, pag mag-usapang Korean. Okay? <laughs> Eto, iba talaga ang pastor, yung mga illustration mo masyadong pang-youth, hindi kami makarelate. Sana by this time makarelate tayo. Sino kaya yung follower? At sino ang panahon na nagpakuso ng itong mga to? Okay? Yan. Jolens. Okay? Kanina, sino? Jolina. Yung ibang, denial. Kanina yan, pastor. Hindi ko alam. Hindi ko ginawa yan back when I was in. Okay, panahon to ni... Jolina Magdangal. Yeah. May mga gumawa ba yan? May mga kinala ba kayo na nag-go through that season talaga ng mga punong-punong ng mga butterflies? Nung elementary po ako, yung mga klasiko, pumasok sa classroom, talaga naman lahat sila punong-punong ng mga butterflies kaya yung mga buhok nila. And again, they're claiming to be followers of Jolina. And then iba talaga, si Marvin kami, Marvin. Yeah, Jolina and Marvin. Jolina and Marvin fans. Ito, how many of you here, inabutan ka ng craze na to? You're a follower. It's a lifestyle, sa buhok, and sa lahat. In fact, I know someone, but the buhok niya, ako po yan. What's the point here? The point is this. I realized that we are at some point followers of someone, and when we follow someone, that person gets to influence us. And at some point, the way we live, the way we dress up, yung buhok natin, yung mga binibili natin, they have an influence in us every time you follow someone. And so, as followers of Jesus, here's the question. Right? Is it also evident? Ano ba yung mga traits at mga characteristics na dapat nakikita sa buhay natin if you claim yourself as a follower of Christ? And if you're a first-timer in this group, I hope after this, you get to develop that as well. That people will also see those characteristics in your life. Let's all stand and I'll be reading a text in verses from John chapter 15. I would encourage you, I would encourage you to bring out your Bibles and or your gadgets or whatever or or because sobrang haba po ng mga verses. Okay? John chapter 15 from verse 1. But I'll just be reading for the sake of time at this point. I'll be reading verses 1 and 2. John 15 verses 1 and 2. Pero yung mga succeeding verses po, if you can open your Bibles with you so, can, so you can follow with me. You can highlight, you can do your notes, you can write down your doodles or kung ano man yung mga uh, insights ninyo. Okay, let's start with John chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. It says here, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. And every branch that, that does bear fruit, He prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Let's pray. Father, as we uh, move forward with the preaching, thank you for it is not an accident that we get to be refreshed with your word. We've been so busy the past few days. There have been a lot of questions and battles. But Lord, tonight, we make that decision to focus on you, to hear your word, and to allow your word to transform us. In Jesus' name, amen. You may now take your seats. Smile at your seatmate, okay? At i-appreciate mo yung beauty niya at yung ganda nag-make nag, nag, nag ng time to be with you this evening. So pasalamatan mo yan. Thank you for being with me this evening. Alright? A quick context on this verse. If you study this, yung first part po ng verse, nakagal doon, I am the true vine. In fact, Jesus introduced himself seven times starting the phrase, I am. I am the bread of life. I am this and that. And so for the seventh time, for the last time, 
Jesus was trying to introduce himself to the disciples. If you are a follower of Christ, if you made that decision last week, Pastor, I'm already a follower of Jesus. Having Jesus, number one, I am a true vine. In other words, if he is the true vine, obviously, Mero, false, false vine, Tarapuba. And in, in, in my mind, I realize that you can be attending church. You can be claiming to be a follower of Jesus. You can be claiming to be a, a worshiper of Jesus. But in your mind, iba pa lang Jesus yung pinapaniwalaan mo. Bakit po? Because in your mind, you don't really know who Jesus is. You haven't even opened your Bible. Hindi mo man lang kalatag ang sino siya. And in your mind, si Jesus was just someone na when you worship sa church, nandito sa, na narinig mo sa preaching, but you are not just, you're not really, uh, you don't really know who He really is. And so afterwards, I mean, I am the true vine. And what? My Father, God the Father is the vine dresser. Jesus is the vine. God is the vine dresser. In other words, He's in control. He's in charge. He's on top of whatever is happening. Sa yung bahala to cut the branches. Sa yung bahala to design. Kung ano magiging chula ng halaman. He is still in control si God pa rin. And though in that verse, sabi niya doon, every branch, lahat daw po ng branch, that what? Does not bear fruit. He takes away. God will cut away lahat ng mga branch na walang dulo. <laughs> lahat ng mga branch na does not bear fruit. Ano ba yung fruit na tinutukoy dito? The Bible, if you read it, it can be somehow attributed to fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yung characteristics na, alam mo yun, yung, yung, yung Christ-likeness mo, yung self-control, yung love mo for others, yung, yung integrity mo, yung patience. Some of you here, ang prayer mo ngayon, Lord, ang prayer mo talaga, you just allow me to be patient. Now na! Ano talagang impatient na impatient ka, di ba? And it, at, at this point, that's a verse, if you're not connected with the vine, sabi doon, you will be taken away. On the contrary, sabi doon, every branch that does bear fruit, if you are here naman, you are bearing fruit. It means, it's evident in your life, yung fruit. Okay? Fruit of the Spirit. Fruit in terms of your relationship with God. Fruit in terms of your discipleship. You've been reaching out to others. Fruit in terms of your relationship with other people, with your families, with your loved ones. If you are bearing fruit, if okay ka naman, interestingly, nakalagay pa rin doon, you will still be pruned. Ipuprune ka pa rin daw. Ano ba pong reason? So that it may bear more fruit. What we can learn from this is what? Obviously, pruning is necessary to bear more fruit. We are never accepted even if you are already bearing fruits. Nung iniisip ko doon nga, no, even if you're a follower of Christ already, Christian ka na, yung pruning, when we talk about pruning, pruning means cutting, removing something. Masakit. Okay? Kahit pala kristyano ka na, kahit pala follower ka na ni Christ, there will always be pruning. May matatanggirin sa'yo, ikakat yung relationship, tatanggirin sa'yo yung breakthrough na to, tatanggirin sa'yo yung isang bagay, yung isang bagay, you lost a loved one, nag-fail ka sa isang bagay, okay? there's broken relationship probably in your family right now, may mga challenges, may mga stress, and may mga trials, and in your mind, ang daming kayo sa paligid, nai-stress ka na. And you're asking, Lord, ano bang season to? And realizing na nasa pruning season ka pala, and understanding na yung pruning season in God's mind, it is what? It is necessary. It is important. Friends, pruning is important because in the mind of God, you will not just bear fruit. But in that note, in that context, you will what? You will bear more fruit. There will be so much fruitfulness. In my mind, I think, oh, no, God never settles for less. In His mind, He's preparing you and me. Na kahit masakit, I will cut this from you. I will prepare you. I will prune you. I will remove this. Because in my mind, I, I am preparing you for something better. In my mind, there will be something great. In my mind, there will be something that you can expect for. In other words, in the mind of God, if you feel like, ang sakit nito, ang hirap nito, para gusto ko nang sumuko, every battle that you are facing right now, that, if that's part of God's pruning, realizing this, how many of you, you will be grateful and expect that? Lord, if this is part of your pruning, then so be it. I will be expected. Many times I say, if I'm in a battlefield, if I'm in a journey na feeling ko, may gera ko, may testing, may trial, you know what? Instead of whining or crying or self-pity, I become more expectant to say, Lord, 
There's a victory waiting for me. Yeah. There's a testimony waiting for me. There's a breakthrough waiting to be unfolded. There's a miracle waiting to be answered right before my eyes. And in my mind, Lord, pruning, masakit, my removal, my cutting, it hurts so well. It's very painful. But Lord, sige lang. I'm your follower. Right? I'm your follower. And one of the marks of the follower of Christ, there is pruning. Because He wants you to be fruitful. Friends, I want you to embrace that truth for a moment. And if you are in Christ, pruning is inevitable, part of it. It says here in verse 3 and 4, Already, you are what? You are clean. Say clean. clean. You are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Before thou, eh, you are dirty. You are full of dirt because of your sins, of your past, of your struggles, of your temptations. You're living in that darkness, in that pit hole of mud. Yung madumi mong buhay natin. But when you decided to follow Jesus, after you what? After you received the word, after you received the message, after you received the gospel, nung naunawaan mo yung ginawa sa'yo ni Jesus, ano ba nangyari? You are now already clean. And that's good news, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's good news. That if you are here, you feel like in your Christian walk, you are the one disqualifying yourself. Hindi naman ako pwede dito. Okay? Kasi magdumi ako. Kasi mag-struggle ako. May, may perfections ako. May mga challenges ako. This assurance, the author was reminding us, you are clean because of what Jesus Christ did for us. Yun po yung assurance doon. By God's grace, we are made righteous. By God's grace, we are clean. I don't know with you, but this somehow gave me that confidence. It gave me that confidence. I can stand right now. I can worship before God. I can come to victory on Gongapo. Not because I, I'm perfect. Not because I did not commit sin. But when I made that decision to follow Jesus by His grace, He clothed me with new robe of righteousness. If you're a first-timer in this room, I, can, I hope you get to appreciate what Jesus Christ did for you and for me. You just need to follow Jesus. You need to surrender your life to Jesus. You just need to allow Him to lead your life. You surrender your life to Him. You build your life upon Jesus. And you'll be able to pursue what He's telling you to do. Moving forward, I realize that branch obviously cannot bear fruit apart from the vine. In this verse, I'll be Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. It says here, unless it abides in the vine. Unless it remains. Okay? Abides in the Greek translation means remain. Unless you remain in the vine. Unless you remain in Jesus. Unless you fight for your walk with Jesus. Ano mangyayari? Neither can you unless you abide in me. In other words, the branch cannot bear fruit apart from the vine. And obviously, we can never be what? Fruitful unless we remain in God. Many times in my life, I tried becoming fruitful. I tried giving my best in different areas of my life. But many times I failed and I realized I myself am limited. Okay? Pero ba dito at some point, naging busy kayo sa napakaraming bagay? You know, it's the best reading mo sa trabaho, sa aral, sa kung ano-ano mga bagay. You've been so busy thinking that because of your, that business will equate to what? To fruitfulness. Not realizing that probably you, you are busy with the wrong things. You are busy with the things that God did not even call you to do. You are busy with the things that, alam mo yun, you've been doing, but because you are not connected to the vine, you are not connected to God, hindi mo nakikinig, nalilinig, yung mga dapat sana, ginagawa mo. And so I realized, apart from our relationship with God, apart from us going to God, going to Jesus, remaining in God, we can never be fruitful. I know of some people, alam mo yun, yung, alam mo yun, sobrang secure lang nila kay Lord, they gave their best, they worked hard, Okay? They gave their best and then success came along. That, my friend, is a sweet story of victory. Alam mo yung victory na ginawa mo naman ng best mo, pero alam mo lang na galing sa Panginoon mo. Many times, we've been wanting to hear those stories na ang galing natin, na nakuha mo yung isang bagay dahil magaling tayo. But mind you, there will come a point that you would realize hindi ka pala magaling kasi may mga hindi ka kaya magawa. But when you realize that as you come to Jesus, as you remain in Jesus, as you walk with God, even the impossible can happen. Even the mga bagay na halo mo walang pag-asa. Even those circumstances na feeling mo walang hope. Every time you remain in Jesus, you can experience the fruits of it. 
you can experience the blessings of him. And I'm so excited that in this room, right, you get to see people that sobrang convinced that God desires for us to be fruitful. Okay? Look at your seat, mate. Yung prayer ko sa katabi mo, maging fruitful yan. Fruitful in a lot of ways. In his work, in his career, in his academics, in his relationships. Alam mo yun, growing and thriving. And so, in verse 5, sabi naman dito, again, Jesus echoed his, his, his introduction. Sabi na, I am the vine. Every time the Bible repeats of a phrase or a line, there is so much emphasis. Pinapalala niya again, I am the vine. And we are what? We are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, obviously, you can do nothing. It's pretty obvious that God's telling you and me right now that if you will make that decision to stay away from the vine, to cut your relationship with the vine, if puputulin mo raw po ang relationship mo with the vine, right? apart from the vine, you can do nothing. Apart from the vine, we are limited. Apart from the vine, we are weak. Apart from the vine, we can never experience a victory in our lives. And so obviously what we can learn from this, apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. And so we will always go back to week one of how important it is for us to make that decision to follow Jesus. Every day of our lives is a decision to follow Jesus. When you wake up one day, follow Jesus. Tomorrow as you wake up, I'll follow you, Jesus. You've been given a test. You've been given a battle. Right? You're, you're, you're asked what to do. I will do what you want me to do, Jesus. You get to follow what Jesus tells you to do. In verse 6, if anyone, to what if you will not abide? Okay? What if you will not remain in Jesus? If anyone does not remain in me, he is what? He is thrown away. Like a branch and withers, and branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. Sinusunog, Eh? And I realize, same goes with us. This verse gives us a picture that the branch, there are two types of branch. Okay? Number one, okay? the branch that what? We can either be a branch bearing fruit or a branch waiting to be burned. If you remain in the vine, you will obviously, the Bible says, you will bear fruit. You will be fruitful. But if you will cut yourself from the vine, you will be what? You will be a branch waiting to be burned. Nagihintay ka lang daw na gawing pangsuno, pangsiga. Okay? Imagine, you cut your relationship with Jesus, but here you are. You claim yourself a follower of Christ. Attend ka ng attend. Every Sunday, week in and week out. You've been serving ministry. You've been so busy. You've been doing this for people. You've been serving in the ministry. But, if you are not connected with the vine, let me tell you this. Wait for Him. There will come a moment. Wala ka nang madraw out na nutrients. Wala ka pa nang madraw out na stores. Wala ka nang madraw out na energy from the vine. And then eventually, nanghina ka. A Christian na burn out. I know some people, they claim themselves burned out simply because in their ministry, they've been so busy. They've been doing things for God. Pero yung relationship nila kay God, them remaining in the vine, napapayahan mo, mga kapatid. They've been busy doing a lot of things right? and neglected the one important thing, which is their relationship with Jesus. And I realized that's so scary. We can be attending 6 p.m. service. Sobrang active mo. Every day, umakatend ka. Pero yung buhay mo pala, parang ticking bomb. Kasi, hindi ka na-remain in Christ, you're not growing in your walk with God. Ano nangyayari? Ticking bomb ka. Wait for it. At one point, magugulit ka na lang. Sumabog ka. Boom. Wala na. Hindi ka na ulit nag-walk in God. Hindi ka na ulit nag-follow kay Jesus. My desire for us is this, that we get to finish strong in our faith. That we get to see that someday, Lord, I want to see my, my faith growing not just for one year, five years, ten years. Hanggang mamatay ako, Lord, I want to be a follower of you. That's my declaration for all of us. But it will never happen if you will not choose to remain in the vine. If you will not choose to fight okay, for your relationship with Jesus. It says here, verse 7, If you abide in me, ito naman yung good news. If you're here and you remain in Christ, if you keep on following Jesus, 
at kumapit ka sa Panginoon, at hindi ka bumitaw, at hindi ka sumuko, ito yung pangako. If you abide in me, and what? My words. If you obey what the Word of God is telling you. Sabi doon, if you abide, uh, if, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish. Magtanong ka daw, what are you wishing for right now? What are you praying for right now? What are your uh, prayer requests? Ano yung mga sinusulot mo sa mga prayer requests? Ano yung mga desires mo? Sabi doon, eh, it will be what? It will be done for you by this my Father is glorified. Pag daw na-answer yung prayer mo, as you ask in Jesus' name, who is being glorified? Si God daw. And then sabi doon, that you will what? You will bear much fruit and you will prove to others that you are my disciples that you are a true follower of Christ. Right. I am so excited to see the Lord. Ito na. I'm excited to pray. I'm excited to ask. Because in my mind, Lord, I want to bring glory and honor to your name. I want people to hear and know na pagtatalala yung mga testimonies ko, answered prayers ko, ng mga ng pamilya ko, ng mga kapatid ko, ng mga friends ko, pwede rin nila yung kwento ko, God's name will be glorified. Aren't you excited that God delights and to answer our prayers? Right. He delights because His name will be glorified every time you ask in His name. But here's the problem. We never ask. When was the last time you wrote those prayers? Some of you here, you need to take time. Oh, nga, no? I have prayers before. Ngayon, the same manner, remain in me. Remain in Jesus. And and as you remain in Him, could it be that God wants you to hold on to that prayers? True. Some of you here, you never took time to communicate to God, Lord, ito nga pala yung mga prayers, ito nga pala yung mga desires ko. Tapos ang takla ngayon, lalo ka, ba't walang blessings, ba't walang breakthroughs, ba't walang answered prayers? Again, simula dito, if you keep on remaining in the vine, and you obey the words of God, ask whatever you wish, it will be done for you. I claim prophetically that in this room, if you will make that step of faith, number one, to remain in Christ. Christianity. If you will what you if you will obey what he is telling you, obey ka the Lord, listen to him, find him. And then if you will start asking, Lord, I ask in faith, I'm believing you for this. I, I prophetically declaring this phrase, it will be what? It will be done for you. That's my prayer that you will experience firsthand. Grabe yung miracle ng Panginoon. Nag-ask lang ako, kumapit lang ako, nag-obey lang ako, by the grace of God, Lord, all the glory goes to you. Okay? You tell other people, totoo ang Panginoon sa buhay ko. I am a true follower of Christ. Moving forward, there's a promise of blessing every time we obey. Kaya po kung yung iba sa inyo dito, napagod na kayo mag-obey, I know some Christian, Victory Weekend, first time mo ng service, obey tayo kay Lord, follower of Christ. Eventually, as you grow older in your walk, alam mo yun, you get to experience testings and hurdles, ayaw mo na mag-obey. Parang wala namang blessing, eh. parang namang walang promise, ayaw mo na mag-obey, ayaw mo na subdin si Lord. But the verse clearly says, there is a promise of blessing in our obedience. Hindi po maramot ang Panginoon, mga kapatid. Okay? Imagine with me, a father delighting to give good gifts to his children. If, if here on earth, you grew up in, with a father na hindi, na hindi ka binibigay ng mga bagay-bagay, okay? you can always go to our Heavenly Father and realize He delights giving good gifts to His children. And He is able. And He can do the things na akala mo imposible. Verse 9 and 10. The Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love many times. The words love and abide, mentioned po sa phrases na, sa verses na to. And what we can learn is this. Abiding in my love, remaining in my love, other translation says obeying. Okay? Obeying God in my love. I realize obedience and loving, they go hand in hand. Why? It's easier to obey someone if you love that person, isn't it? Pag mahal mo yung tao, madaling sundin. Madali mag-obey. For the children in this room, let me talk to you. Di ba, kasi namin ng mga magulang na, Anak, umuwi ka ng maaga. 6pm, umuwi ka. Dito ka na mag-dinner. In your mind, kung mahal mo yung magulang mo, you will what? You will obey. 
it is easier for you to obey. Kasi ang nangyayin ni Babaw na, mahal mo yung magulang mo. And all the parents say, Amen. Tama po ba? The same goes with the spouse, with the couples in this room. Okay? If you will tell your spouse, Han, bilhan mo ako nito. Or wala tayo dyan. Or huwag ka nang punta sa, sa gimmick na yan. Para sa akin, please, can you do this for me? More than anything else, more than all your reasoning. If love is present, it will be easier for you to obey. It will be easier for you to say yes to that person. In the same manner, same goes with God. The question is, not how much you've obeyed, but how much of you love God? How much of you love Jesus? How much of you are convinced, Lord, mahal na mahal kita, kahit masakit, gagawin ko to. Lord, mahal na mahal kita, kahit busy ako yung paglalaban ko to. Lord, mahal na mahal kita, kahit walang-wala na ako, I will still give this. Again, you are fully convinced that out of your love, you are willing to do the things that you mo hindi mo kaya gawin. Love is so powerful. It can move you to do the things unimaginable. It can compel you to do things that you hindi mo kaya gawin. Love can even transform a person's life, isn't it? Kaya po, nung inaaral ko, sabi ko, oh, ano, if only all followers of Jesus will remain, keyword, remain in the vine, remain in Jesus, abide in Jesus, ang dali pong mag-obey. No one needs to force someone. Hindi mo kailangan pilitin ng isang kristyano. Magbasa ka ng Bible. Attend ka ng service. Mag-victory group ka. Mag-disciple ka. The Bible says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, sabi ni Jesus. Okay? If you love Jesus, you will obey His commands. No one needs to force you to do that. No one needs to tell you to do that. But if you are convinced that out of your abounding love for Him, I mean, willingly, you will do whatever it takes. You will obey. Discipleship is our relationship, obviously, with Jesus. And when we disciple other people, we point them to Jesus. It's difficult to point others to Jesus if you mismo wala kang relationship with Jesus. You cannot fake it. A true and a genuine follower of Jesus can only bring someone closer to Jesus. If you are a true follower of Christ, discipleship is one of your marks. It says in this verse, These things I have spoken to you, that what? My joy may be in you. Jesus said, I, I delight. There's, a, there's so much joy. There's so much joy every time you obey my command. And I like this. It's obvious. God delights in our obedience. Sa mga magulang po, every time you saw your children obeying you, tama po ba? Willingly obeying you. Yung hindi mo kailangan pilitin, anak, magugas ka naman ng pinggan, nagulat ka na lang, tapos na. Diba? Ginawa na lang mga bagay-bagay, no one needs to force them. Ano naramdaman mo? As a parent, sobrang delighted ka. Sobrang masaya ka. Eh, dahil yung mga anak mo, hindi mo kailangan piliting gawin ng mga, hindi mo kailangan piliting mag-aral, hindi mo kailangan piliting nag-ibabuling anak, ginagawa nila out of their what? Out of their love for you. And so, my friends, if you, come, if you take that into consideration, could it be that your children found it difficult to obey parents simply because the love is not enough for them to share it to you? And I realized, and I got a check on that, we've been trying to impose rules do's and that, gawin mo to, gawin mo to. Baka ayaw nang gawin kasi hindi niya alam na mahal siya. Baka ayaw nang sumunod kasi hindi niya alam na para sa kanya, that you are for that you are for this person, that you love this person so much. And if you will revisit your relationship right, right now, let me know this again with the context of love. Okay? It can do unimaginable things. Google ka na lang, kaya mong gawin ng mga bagay-bagay, the right things simply because you love that person. Verse 12. That's why in that context, having that this is what? My commandment. Ito ba yung commandment, Lord? That you love. Ulit, 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 The words remain, obey, love. That you love one another as I have loved you. Paano kami nahal ng Panginoon? Remind yourself. How, how did you experience the love that comes from God? Balikan mo, 2007, nung una mo na-encounter si God, 
Noong dati ka pa yung buhay mo, kung paano ka na pinulot, kung paano, niya, pa, paano ka na binaro yung, yung, yung pagkatao mo, yung issues mo, kung paano niya transform yung mga problema mo, yung victories na binigay niya sa'yo. If you will remind yourself that even in your worst situation, that even you worst of the sinners, that even in your weakest moment, even if you don't deserve it, God decided to love you and me. You would realize, Lord, oh nga, no? I myself, I'm a product of grace. I don't deserve to be loved by you. I don't deserve to be here in this church. I don't deserve to, I don't mean, to worship you because of all my sins and all of my past. Okay? But because of Jesus, I am now clean. I am now clean. And then what? I can extend that same love and forgiveness and grace to others. If you imagine those people surrounding you right now, if you can think for a moment, sino ba yung mga tao unlovable sa paligid mo? Yung kinaiinisan mo? Yung wala ka nang ginagawa, pero talagang pinapahan mo ka? Yung wala magkwa sa buhay mo, hindi talagang bisitin ka? Or ano I know some people in their minds, they've been murdering someone in their minds. Friends, if you will grow and grow and grow in the love that you've been experiencing as you remain in Jesus, God will also give you the grace to forgive, to love, and extend grace to other people. Okay? Some of you here just need to pray to God, Lord, ganito ko sa mga taong to, but by your grace, someday, I can extend love and forgiveness to this person. How many of you would agree with me? Napakaraming relationship sana ang nakayos. If we're fully convinced that love can really transform relationships, that forgiveness is really possible, that by God's grace, we can extend that to others. In verse 14, I mean, greater love has no one than this. In fact, yung love po na pinukoy doon mga kapatid, sabi doon, the love that someone laid down his life for his friends. The kind of love being depicted on that context, yung love that is willing to lay down your life for your friend. You are willing to sacrifice your life. You are willing to give your life for someone. Even if he doesn't deserve it. Even if agabiyado ka. Even if, alam mo yun, lugi ka. The love that does not protect you, but in your mind, para sa'yo, okay lang. Wala ka nang pakilang sa, sa, sa mga bagay sa buhay mo. Dahil mahal kita, I am willing to lay down my life. You are more important than whatever I am going through right now. Imagining this, sabi ko, ang hihirap naman ito. <laughs> Mahali na kala yung unlovable, napakahirap na. Mag-sacrifice pa kaya para sa unlovable? Right? Mag-extend pa kaya ng, alam mo yun, ng effort at ng grace ang unlovable. Sabi pa doon, you are my what? You are my friends if you do what I command you. Not only you will lay your life for someone, sabi doon, if you will do this command, only then we can be classified as what? As friends. Relationship with Jesus. And it's very true. Na o nga, no? If you want to examine if this person is really a follower of Christ, look at his or her relationships. Nasakit, no? Parang talaga ba, Pastor? Paano to? Puro ko tayo mong kaawal, tayo mong kagaling, tayo mong issues and all. But again, the key word is this. As you remain in Jesus, as you remain in God, He will give you the grace to manage all of those relationships. I wrote here, following Jesus comes with what? Comes with doing. As you follow Him, with His word, you abide you do it, you remain in it. And then the doing entails obedience. Narinig mo yung word, narinig mo yung instruction, question, will you obey? Will you do it? Will you, will you lay your life for that person? Will you extend grace for that person? Will you love that person? Will you obey my word? Sabi sa verse 15, I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. A quick context, how many of you meron kang mga naging best friend back in high school or elementary or hanggang ngayon yung mga friends pa rin kayo na college or hanggang ngayon kahit mga kid your age, right? When you talk about friendship, paano po ba nagiging close ang isang tao with someone? Ano po sa tingin yung, ano yung isang technique? You need to share a secret. Tama po ba? Every time you hear a secret from a person, ano naramdaman mo? Wow! I'm being trusted by this person. The relationship deepens because you started opening your life to someone. Then you feel like sobrang open kayo, sobrang friends kayo kasi 
Ang dami niya kinikwento sa'yo. In this context, God wants to what? To grow in our relationship with Him like friends to a degree na ang daming gusto sabihin sa atin ng Panginoon. Even secrets in the heavenly realms. But the question is this, are we talking to Him? Are we remaining in Him? Are we coming to Jesus? Some of you here, may problema ka, may struggle ka, may crisis ka ngayon, but you never took time okay, to ask Jesus, Jesus, how will I deal with this situation? How will I, how will I manage this problem? Ano po yung kailangan kong gawin? You've been trusting and trusting yourself. Eh? You, you failed. And then hearing this message, I hope you get to realize, oh nga, no? Ba't nga ba hindi ako lumapit sa Panginoon? Ba't nga ba hindi ako nag-pray? Ba't nga ba hindi ako nagbasa ng Bible? Ba't nga ba hindi ako nag-seek ng wisdom from God and His people? And then you are missing out because you are not remaining in the line. You see how powerful it is every time you make that decision to remain in Christ, to remain in the line, to go to our source. Yun po yun ang nangyari mga kapatid. And so, two more verses. Sabi doon, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, He may give it to you. Let me digest this verse for a moment. I realize, okay, from that context alone, if you can read with me, have you you did not choose me. Tama naman po, di ba? The very reason why we are here, yung pinakadahilan kung bakit tayo nandito, God chose us. Imagine of all billions of people here in the in our, in our planet or here just just looking at Olonga po by itself. Sa dami-dami ng tao sa Olonga po, Lord, bakit ako ang nandito sa service na to? Bakit ako yung nalilinig, nakikinig ng message na to? Pwedeng wala ako ngayon dito. Pwedeng I was just out there doing my thing, partying, drinking, smoking, cheating, committing all whatever I can do. Okay? Enjoying my life. YOLO. And then realizing this, Lord, the fact that I am here, by your grace, maraming maraming salamat. Right? Because from the very start, God is telling you and me, we did not choose Him. It was His, it was His decision to handpick you, to allow you to be in this place. And mind you, if it was His decision, and among encouragement Saturday, if God was the one who called you, it means only Him can disqualify you. Only Him can say to you na lumayuhan ang church. Only Jesus can tell you to stay away from me. But pero hindi po niya ginagawa yun. Why then are we believing the lies, condemnation of the enemy? Na huwag ka na dyan sa church. Huwag ka na mag-remain kay God. Huwag ka na mag-follow kay Lord. Nag-sin ka, di ba? May, may ginawa, guilty ka, di ba? May kasalanan ka, di ba? Huwag ka na kumunek sa victory group. Huwag ka na kumunek ng, ng one-to-one. Ano? Kasi makasalanan ang tao. I realize, and I've been echoing this, the role of the enemies to obviously pull us away from our walk with Him. But this verse, He shows us. He shows you and me. Only Him has the right to say that lumayo tayo. And so I charge you with this. I hope and I pray that these words will be so convinced in your spirit that God, according to His will, allowed you to be in this place, allowed you to be in this relationship with God. Do not allow anyone, not even offense, not even sin, not even gossip, not even issues, okay, or hurt, whatever that is. Do not allow anyone to destroy that precious relationship that Jesus purchased for us. That's right. I hope and I pray that you would just develop the sense of confidence that God wants you to be here. God wants you to enjoy this relationship. Amen. Okay? A lot of us, there's temptation to go out there and go back to our past lives. I hope you remind yourself, He's the one who chose you. When did God tell you to stay away from Him? Kailan sabi ng Panginoon yun? Never. In fact, sabi niya doon, when He called us, He appointed us, he will appoint you. He will give you something to do. Ang sarap nito kasi God called you for a purpose. And He will what? He will appoint you to do something on that context. I will appoint you that you should go. My purpose kaya na tinawag. Right? Come follow me. My purpose ako para sa'yo. 
may gagawin ako sa buhay mo. I will use you to be this and that. And then for some of you here, yung purpose sa'yo ng Panginoon, just like the disciples, I have appointed you to what? To go out there. Na-experience mo yung love niya? Go out there. Preach the gospel. Share one-to-one with someone. Invite them to church. Be part of a victory group. Lead them to victory group. Lead them to Christ. Invite mo sila. Okay? And afterwards, you will what? You will bear fruit and that your fruit, as whatever you ask in Jesus' name, He will what? He will give it to you. And in, 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 uh, in mind, as you ask the Father in His name, He will give it to you. And then last verse, all of these things, a command given by Jesus. Ano mong purpose? So that ultimately, we will love one another. I share this because, again, if you claim to be followers of Jesus, obviously, you need to remain in the vine. You need to connect to Him. You need to make way, make every effort to, to hear from the source, to hear from the vine, read your Bible, attend church, attend victory group, whatever it takes to encounter Jesus, to experience God. And then in return, as you remain in Him, you get to develop this. You get to love one another. Love will obviously be a product of you remaining in the vine. And so when we talk about following Jesus and fishing for men, you fish for men because you love them. You disciple them, you invite them to church because you love them. Relatives mo, ba't ka mahihiya? Eh, mahal mo eh. Alam mo saan lang masulusin yung perno. Alam mo sila yung buhay nila. Alam mo mapariwara yung mga, ano nga, di ba yung mga plans nila sa buhay. And so here you are, in your mind, dahil mahal mo sila, nag-overflow yung love sa'yo ng Panginoon. You get to share that. You get to, to extend that love to these people. I have here a picture of power bank. How many of you have used power bank at least once? Okay, power bank. Okay, power bank. The difference of power bank with any other outlet sa ibang stores, alam po yung difference niya? Yung power bank, if you connect your phones to a power bank, it will only give you limited supply of energy. Afterwards, madadrain out po yun. Makaubos po yan. Lalo na kung peke yung power bank ninyo. Right? And same goes with us. In our Christianity, we're so used to that. We're so used to what? Plugging. Plugging our relationship. Plugging our walk with what? With our career. Plugging our, plugging our life with, with our ministry. Plugging our life with our family. Different relationships. Iba-iba tayo na pinaplagan. Eventually, okay, as to keep on doing things for God, ano nangyayari? Nauubos yung love tank mo naubos yung fruits mo, naubos yung, yung kung ano meron ka sa buhay mo, kasi you've been what? Gathering and gaining the source from different uh, resources, from, from yourself, from other people, all of which are limited. Why not tap to our ultimate source? Eh? You never end the supply ng kuryente sa outlet na mismo ikaw kumanik. Eh? Tuloy-tuloy na. Tuloy-tuloy ng connection until eventually hindi ka nang ubusan hindi ka nahihirapang gawin ng mga pinapagawa sa iyo, Lord, because you keep on plugging yourself to the right source, and that is God. You always remain in the right source, and that is Jesus. I know when I pray that if there's one thing you would prioritize here in Christianity, obviously, it's on your effort to remain in Christ. It's on your effort to fight for your walk with Jesus. In this verse, Matthew chapter 4, verse 19 and 20, sabi dito, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. If you're here, and you're having difficulty discipling other people, kaya mo doon, ang hirap naman maging fishers of men. Ang hirap naman maging disciple. Again, the key word, nauna po doon, follow me. Remain in the vine. Remain in Jesus. Grow in your walk with God. And you will what? You will be fishers of men. I wrote here, you are first and foremost a follower of Christ before you became a fisher of men. Safeguard your walk with God. Take care of your relationship with God. And eventually, fruits of discipleship will, will come out naturally. You can't help but disciple other people because you've been overflowing with the love that comes from God. We don't fish for men so we can follow Jesus. We follow Jesus so we can do what He called us to do. Let's all stand up right now. And we're going to pray.
as I was preaching, I realized a lot of us here, eh, probably you've been trying to remain in the vine or you've been connected to the, to the vine. But at some point, here you are, you are in the middle of a pruning stage. May ginagawa si God sa buhay mo, pinuprune ka niya, may mga tinatanggal si Lord sa buhay mo, may mga bagay na, sa, na inaalis si God sa buhay mo, and in your mind, Lord, ang sakit nito, talaga ba? Kailangan ba talaga to? I hope and I pray that tonight, you will make that decision to allow God to prune, to prune our lives, to remove the things that are not from Him, to shake the things na dapat wala sa foundation natin, for us to have the ability to let go yung mga bagay na alam mo ikakasira natin. For us to be able to say no to those temptations that will pull us away from our walk with God. Ang prayer ko po is this. You get to appreciate and allow God. Lord, I am in the middle of this battle. I am in the middle of this fight. Yes, my pruning. Yes, mahirap. But wait, someday, we will bear more fruit. Victory is possible. And do not give up. And that we will remain. Let's all bow our heads right now. And close our eyes. Lord, this evening, after hearing that message, some of us here, we are in the middle of a battle. Pruning. Crisis. It's so painful. It hurts me so much. Of all people, why am I experiencing this? This difficulty, this sickness, this struggle, this sin. If you are that person, I believe the Lord wants to tell you, yes, I see those battles. But the Lord is telling you right now, as you remain in me, remember this, I have called you, I am the one who chose you. I am not letting go. Do not let go, my sons and my daughters. Do not give up. Because I am the one in control. Victory is possible. If you are that person right now and you want to pray that prayer, you want to see the breakthroughs and the miracles and the fruits of what God is doing in your life. And your prayer mo, parang Lord, I will not quit. I will not give up. I will persevere. And I can't wait to experience that victory. If that is your declaration right now, just raise your hand with me. Raise your hand as an act of surrender and say, Lord, here we are. We claim that victory. We are in faith that victory is possible. We are in faith that you can make it possible, God, by your grace. And Lord, as we raise our hands, it's us staying. We surrender to you. We will never let go. And we will choose, oh God, to stay. Kakapit kami. There's no other way out. We will fight for our walk with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.